to find your passions, combine it with your skills and expertise, make a valuable, passionate podcast, niche down into an area where you are solving a problem better than anybody else is solving it, and go forth and conquer. Like that's where you're going to win. So the big question is, how can physical therapists create a successful career earning six figures or more and give patients the care they need without relying on insurance companies for reimbursement? If you wanna learn the answers to those questions and more, then you've come to the right place. My name is Dr. Aaron LeBauer, physical therapist, business coach, serial entrepreneur, and author of the Cash PT Blueprint. Thanks for joining me today. Hey, what's up? Welcome back to the Cash PT Lunch Hour podcast. This is your host, Aaron LeBauer. And today, my special guest is John Lee Dumas. He is the host of Entrepreneurs on Fire podcast. It's an award-winning show where he interviews inspiring entrepreneurs who are on fire. Like this guy himself is on fire. John Lee Dumas has recorded over 2,500 episodes. Yes, that's 2,500 episodes. He started with a daily podcast. Now he does it three times a week. And today I had the opportunity to interview him and it was one of 20 interviews he was doing today, which is just incredible that he was able to spend time with us to answer some of the questions that I had. Um, He is someone that has a podcast that does over a million listens or downloads a month. Um, Certainly he's generating plenty of income and revenue in a business he actually shares it on his website. Like, what are they doing per month? He's one of the most transparent entrepreneurs who's not flashy about it, who's got his right head on his shoulders about his money mindset, his um, marketing mindset, everything. And um, John Lee's just getting started. And I've been following him for probably seven years. Back when I started doing my webinars back in 2013, 2014. I was listening to John Lee Dumas. He had a weekly webinar. And he also, I believe he started his podcast probably around the same time. But I was listening to his weekly webinars. This guy just would do them every week. And he would uh, move you from the webinar into one of his courses. And I'm trying to figure out how to do that myself. And so I would just go and listen and listen and listen. And I got a ton out of his stuff. And one day I was going as the physical therapist for the University of Arkansas, University of Arkansas swim team here in Greensboro, North Carolina, in our brand new natatorium, which is the fancy word for um, swimming auditorium, where we have a, a huge pool, we got a diving pool, we got a practice pool, and I've been contracted by them to come and do massage and uh, some physical therapy and some hands-on manual treatments for people. And there was a lot of downtime because I get there in the morning and we do a little bit in between uh, events and in the afternoon. I had a ton of downtime. So I would sit and watch the events, which I'm not a swimmer. So, eh. <laughs> but I was like, what am I going to do with my time? I'm going to do a little work. And I turned on the podcast, started listening to John Lee and went over and specifically listened to his free podcast course. So not only has he been podcasting for a long time, he's been teaching people how to podcast and there was so much that I got out of that course and so much that I got out of listening to him that I'm super excited to have him on the show. And I've been able to take some of the ideas that I learned and turn them into ideas that have helped people like you. And man, just take, take things, I don't know, just take things and level them up. For instance, um, John Lee Dumas talks about 
taking your time and he was one of the first people uh, to manage it into 100-day sprints. And he had launched a, um, a journal, and we'll talk a little bit about the journal. I got his journal a few years ago. It was the first time management journal that I had really used other than like a scheduling planner. So I'm super excited to have him come on here and talk a little bit about podcasts and some more about entrepreneurship and where he's going and some of his most useful tips and strategies and um, questions kind of like what is he focusing on in his business, the things that made the biggest impact for him in the last 12 to 18 months, what's changed now in 2020 um, for how to um, take people from your podcast into taking action to your offers, programs, products, and services, who should and should not start a podcast, and John's number one habits, um, his strategies and routines for staying focused and productive as an entrepreneur. So welcome to the Cash Beef Lunch Hour podcast. I hope you really enjoy this interview with John Lee Dumas as much as I did. And um, let's just, Aaron, take it away. John, like, why did you start a podcast? Like, what was the number one reason you started a podcast versus doing anything else, anything else that you did? I think for me, I was saying, hey, what do I wish existed in the world that doesn't Mm -hmm. currently exist? Like, what's a problem out there that I actually want to see solved? And one of them was, hey, I go for a walk every day. I hit the gym. I'm driving to work. I love listening to podcasts. I love the medium. But my biggest complaint with podcasts is that my favorite shows are interviewing entrepreneurs and they do it one day per week. Where's that daily show? Where's a seven-day week show where I can wake up every morning with a fresh interview with a new entrepreneur every single day? Didn't exist. I said, hey, why not follow Gandhi's lead and be that change you want to see in the world? So back in 2012, I launched Entrepreneurs on Fire. And for 2,000 days in a row, I launched a daily podcast. Back in 2018, I shifted to three days per week. So, you know, Mm -hmm. I've got all the time in the world now. That's awesome. What's the number one lesson that you've learned or a thing that you've changed about yourself from interviewing thousands of people on your podcast? Being productive and what that actually means. So many people are busy. Like, how are you? How are you doing? Oh, I'm so busy. But then you're wondering, well, why does that person never get anything done or nothing done of value? Why are they always struggling financially or just with life in general? It's because they're busy, but they're not being productive. Being productive means producing the right content. Mm -hmm. Every day I produce the right content. That's my focus. And I've learned that from all the interviews with successful entrepreneurs. That's amazing. Um, What's one thing you do now, like 2020, like things have changed in the world. It's completely different. So is there anything that you would do now to move people from your podcast into taking action into your programs or offers that maybe you would do differently in the past? So One thing that I do right now that works unbelievably well that I wish Mm -hmm. I started from day one is I end every one of my shows with one of eight different calls to action. Mm -hmm. So I have eight funnels that all, you know, are about completely different things. And at the end of each episode, I am giving a call to action for one of those funnels. An example would be, all right, you just heard myself and Aaron on a podcast. And if you said to yourself, huh, it'd be cool to start my own podcast. Well, I got something for you. It's called freepodcastcourse.com. It's Mm -hmm. free. It'll teach you how to create and launch your podcast. 
And I just want you to have it as a gift for me to you. So visit freepodcastcourse.com. That's an example of one call to action I have at the end of my show that gets people into a funnel that then at the end of that funnel offers up Podcasters Paradise, which of course is my paid podcasting community. So that's an example of how I use my show to get people into my world. That's awesome. That's awesome. I've been through that uh, free podcast course uh, a few years back. It was it was really amazing. So, and you've inspired me to make some changes and and do some different things in my groups. Uh, so I appreciate it. Um, so, what's the biggest? What's made the biggest impact for your own podcast in the last year? Like what? What? What outside? Um, whether influence or idea or something like, what's made the biggest change for you in running your own podcast? So I say the biggest shift is that I went through a very major, complete flip of my interview flow. And this was a little over a year ago, but it was within that range where I was like, you know what? I'm actually going to turn my podcasts into audio masterclasses. Mm -hmm. So for 2000 episodes in a row, I had essentially the same questions. I had, what's your biggest failure? What's your aha moment? What's exciting you right now? And then I had six uh, lightning round questions. Mm -hmm. Um, now I bring on people who are number one in their specific niche and their specific vertical, and I have them essentially teach a masterclass on that topic. So that's been the shift that I've kind of gone through with my show over the past year or two. And uh, it's really kind of revitalized me from, you know, per somebody who really enjoyed it, but essentially I was asking the same six questions every single episode to now, like I'm really going deep on experts in the industry on their area of expertise. That's awesome. Are you spending more time in each episode or same amount of time that you used to be spending to do that? Um, typically about 50% longer are the mm -hmm. episodes. Wow. Is there uh, something that you would recommend or do for someone who has a podcast that's more of like a national or international audience versus someone who might have like a brick and mortar business for a local, very specific uh, geographic audience? So for those that have a very geographically specific audience, local brick and mortar, I mm -hmm. say good for you because you're actually going to be in a niche and you have a chance to succeed. For those people that are doing like an international show, I'm going to say, watch out. Like you're going up against some tough competition. You're going to have a really hard time gaining traction because podcasting is red smoking hot mm -hmm. right now, like red hots, like as red as your beard hot. And that's really red. <laughs> so, I mean, you've really got to focus if you want to go international, which by the way, it's a challenge. Take it on. It can be exciting, but just realize you're going up against a lot of big hitters, but you might be the only podcast in town for your local real estate company mm -hmm. or your local car sales company or your carpet cleaning or whatever, it, you know, fill in the blank. And you can win that battle because you're the only person there. Just like back in 2012, I was the best daily podcast interviewing entrepreneurs the day that I launched. I was also the worst. I was <laughs> the only show in town that did that thing. So how can you be the best? Right, right. Well, so John, who should not start a podcast? I mean, you just said there's lots of thousands of podcasts, but who shouldn't start one? I'm going to flip that question and say, who should start a podcast? Right. The person who should start a podcast is somebody that has a passion and they have knowledge and expertise, and they're able to combine that passion and knowledge into a topic. And then they can niche that down into a podcast focus that is the best solution to somebody's real struggle. If you can do that, 
you have a chance to actually make in the podcasting space. That's awesome. Where, where are you focusing and specializing in your business these days? Where are you stoking your fire? So I'm really stoking my fire and doubling down on this masterclass idea. I want mm-hmm. people to know that if they want to learn the latest and greatest about fill in the blank, I've probably conducted an in-depth masterclass on that topic with an individual. Come to eofire.com, search for the topic, find it, listen to the episode. That's my focus. Yeah. Wow. That's great. Is there um, something that, you know, like what's your five, like what's your five-year goal? Like you're, you're, you're doubling down on these masterclasses, but is that taking you somewhere else or is that just more for you to, you know, have more fun and getting more knowledge in your podcast? Do you know, like where you're going and tell us more about why, why you're kind of making that change. So I don't have five-year goals. I don't mm-hmm. have three-year goals. I don't even have a year goal. I work a hundred days at a time because yeah. I don't know what I'm going to be excited about a hundred days from now. It might yeah. be completely different. I don't know what the industry is going to be a hundred days from now. It might be completely different. So I really chunk down my goals and my focus to 100 days. And then I come up for air. I look around and I say, what are the next mm-hmm. hundred days look like? That's yeah. my focus. Yeah. And that's where you created a, um, like a planner, journal. right? Uh, the journal, right? And it's, uh, are you still using that? And is that what the hundred days is? hundred percent. So back in 2016, I launched the freedom journal mm-hmm. and that is all about accomplishing one goal in 100 days. Right. A year later, I followed up with the Mastery Journal, which is all about mastering productivity, discipline, and focus in 100 days. Nice. That's great. What's your number one habit or strategy that you use to stay focused and productive as an entrepreneur? So definitely those journals. You know, those journals are a big reason, you know, why I'm able to be successful. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's a huge focus of mine as well. I'm really obsessed with my calendar. Like, you know, I really make sure that I keep my calendar really up to date and filled with the things that I want to be doing. Like for instance, you are one of 20 interviews I'm doing today and I'm back to back. So that's where my focus is. Wow. That's incredible. All right, John, if you could go back and give 18 year old John one piece of advice, what would it be? I would tell 18 year old John Lee Dumas to relax because you know what, when you're 18, you think you have to conquer the world. And then when you're 22 and you haven't conquered the world, you think you have to conquer the world. And then when you're 30 and you think you need to conquer the world and you haven't yet, you try to conquer the world. And it's just like, relax, like it's going to come, like just find something that you're passionate about, find something that you're good at, combine those two things, and then just take it one day at a time and relax, have fun along the journey and make it happen. And, you know, I wasn't able to do that at 18 or 22 or 30. And it's something that I really wish I had been able to do. Yeah, that's amazing. Do you have like a morning routine or a, you know, because a lot of um, successful entrepreneurs have this very strict morning routine, or do you have a a morning routine or a routine that you follow on a regular basis? Yeah, my morning routine is very regular. I'm a big fan of it. I get up first thing I do, take my dog for a nice 1.5 mile walk, you know, just get out in the sun here in Puerto Rico, get the vitamin D on my face, get my blood flowing, do all those things. Then I come back, I have a 15 minute yoga session that I hit. Then I have a breathing session with Wim Hof. It's 11 minutes long that I do. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, and only then do I kind of get into my actual work day. So first, you know, it's getting out there, getting some sun, getting some exercise, coming back, doing some yoga, working on my flexibility, then changing my state by doing some nice breathing with Wim Hof. And then I turn and I focus into my business. Wow. Wow. That's great. 
what um, what is like the way that that we can become or that how do you feel that that you've become the best version of yourself and how can other people do the same? Listen, become the best version of yourself one one step at a time, one day at a time. Just don't put too much pressure. Don't stress. I'm a big believer in the phrase compare and despair. Like if mm-hmm. you're comparing yourself to other people, you will despair. Like I've been very successful now for eight years, seven of those years, my business has been generating over a million dollars of net profit. But what, if I compare myself to Jeff Bezos or Mark Cuban, like I'm going to despair, but why would I do that? I'm going to compare myself to me yesterday. And if I'm winning that comparison, I'm winning at life. No, that's amazing. You know, I, I know a lot of people who are entrepreneurs, like we are, like feel they're unemployable and even like mistakes or failure doesn't really exist, but you know, so, so when I ask this, I want to ask like, what is something that you look back at that was either a failure or a mistake where, or where do you feel that at the time, maybe that's what you saw? Like, what was the thing that you could go back and do differently or change if there's anything? You know, again, I'm just going to go back because it's so true to just, mm-hmm. I would just relax. Like I would yeah. just stop always being stressed about something that's going on. Cause there's always going to be something in your life that can stress you out, whether it can be financial or health or relationships or fill in the blank. There's always going to be something. And yes, it's important to, you know, overcome those things step by step, but just relax and realize this too shall pass. Like this too shall pass. Like that's something you should be saying to yourself when you're crushing it. So you recognize that, you know what? I'm not always going to be crushing it. Like this too shall pass. But then also when you're at the the dark and the low moments, moments, like this too shall pass. Right. That's great. Do you um, see where, like, where do you see patterns in people that are getting started in podcasting um, and entrepreneurship where like, other than they just need to relax, like where do they need to, where are they maybe focusing where they shouldn't or where should they put more focus into? Well, what they're doing is they're, and I'm speaking for the majority, not for Mm -hmm. everybody, of course, they are just seeing who's crushing it out there and then they're copying them. So they're becoming a weak, pale imitation of other successful podcasts. Mm -hmm. And the reality is we don't need weak, pale imitations of other podcasts. What we need is for you to find your passions combine it with your skills and expertise, make a valuable, passionate podcast, niche down into an area where you are solving a problem better than anybody else is solving it and go forth and conquer. Like that's where you're going to win. That's where you as a podcast and just an overall content creator are going to win. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, the only last thing I want to say is I've seen your, uh, your pictures of your home on Instagram and in Puerto Rico, you got all the solar panels and everything like that looks amazing. Was there, aside from just wanting to move there, was there something that you did or changed that allowed you to kind of like be wherever you wanted to be? Cause I know you were in San Diego when I first started following you, like, was there a, a reason you moved other than just wanting to, or is there something that changed for you that's like, Hey, I can get out of here and go do something special. Well, listen, you know? San Diego is an amazing place to live. It's yeah. perfect for a lot of reasons, but one reason where it's not perfect is taxes. Right. California is horrendous when it comes to taxes. So I moved from California, the worst place to live for taxes mm-hmm. to the best place for taxes, which is Puerto Rico, where you pay a flat 4% tax rate, nice. no state tax, no federal tax, 4%. Wow. And it's beautiful too, huh? And it's paradise. <laughs> That's great. So that, well, podcasters paradise is in paradise now, right? <laughs> All right, John, thank you so much. Um, is there, uh, where's the best place for people to reach out to find you? 
All the magic for us happens at eofire.com. And of course, I would love if you checked out my podcast, Entrepreneurs on Fire. And it was fun hanging out today. Yeah, it was great. Thanks so much. I really appreciate your time. Adios, brother. All right. So thank you so much for listening to the Cash PG Lunch Hour podcast today. I hope you enjoyed the interview with John Lee Dumas. Um, It was truly inspiring to me. And I'm excited to hear your big takeaways and insights from this episode. It was jam-packed. And John is an amazing guest. He is able to answer his questions like boom, boom, boom. I think part of that was because he used to do like a rapid fire section on his podcast. And so what I would really love to hear from you today is what were your number one insights and your number one uh, takeaways from the podcast? Go ahead and shout it out on Instagram, on your stories. Make sure you tag me and John Lee Dumas and just let us know what are your biggest insights um, from today's episode. And if you got anything out of this episode or anything positive from the podcast so far, I would greatly appreciate a five-star rating and review. And over on iTunes, for you to share this with your friends, colleagues, and coworkers. And I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks. Hey, what's up? It's Aaron. Real quick, if you're just starting a cash-based physical therapy practice or you already have one and you want to learn how to grow it and scale it, this is for you. I just released my brand new book, The Cash PT Blueprint, because I want to get this book in the hands of every physical therapist out there. I want to give it away to you for free. All I ask is that you pay a little bit of shipping and handling, and you'll not only get the steps to create your own cash practice, but the tools to grow it and scale it beyond what everyone else thinks is possible. To snag your copy right now, go to cashptblueprintbook.com. That's C-A-S-H-P-T. B-L-U-E-P-R-I-N-T-B-O-O-K.com. And we get your copy. Give me a shout out somewhere on social media. And we'll talk to you soon.